get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Tick down and that'll do it. You can bring out the Zamboni. Blues beat the Blackhawks 5-2. They've won four straight and are starting to climb back in the standings. Alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. That's what it sounded like last night as the Blues win their fourth straight. Coming out of that losing streak, they have won each of their last four games. Joey Vitale has been on the call for each of them. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Joey, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? Joey, Joey, Joey. DK, Alex, Tanner, what's going on, boys? Hey, doing great. Doing really good. Thanks for asking. Joe, how was the uh, how was the household when you got home, man? Oh boy, bombs! Bombs <laughs> over ba- you know that song, bombs over Baghdad. Yeah, it's bombs over the Vitali household. Uh, wow, <laughs> you know, you know the problem the problem with traveling when you have this many kids is it's not it's like you're in the fight all the time with the kids, and then you go seek like paradise, and then you come back to the fight. So it's like you're better off just staying in the fight because then you. <laughs> You kind of reach out there and you see life like, oh, this, this, this is how happiness feels. I forgot about this. I forgot about my independence. I forgot about I could, I don't, I don't have to uh, force myself up at five a.m. I forgot that I could, you know, go to the bathroom by myself. All those things that you take for granted when you're single, and then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone in a heartbeat. But it's all good, man. Loving life. It's, it sure sounds that way, uh, Joey. We'll get to hockey here in just a moment. But from what I understand, you mentioned going to the bathroom. Uh, from from what I've heard from others that are parents, that that is apparently like the best part of your day is when you can just be in the bathroom Amen alone that, by yourself for five minutes. And the problem is when you have give me out to tell you when you have young ones. I mean, they you, you close even when you close the doors like eh, don't don't eh, like oh still out of minutes. I tell you what. Uh, I've learned how athletic I, I still am at the age of 37 because if, uh, for guys out there, have you ever tried going to the bathroom, yep. standing up, trying to maneuver and keep your kid away from the toilet and reaching down <laughs> in there and doing like the sweat? I mean, literally, I am shimmying to the left. I'm shimmying to the right. My legs are like um, shoulder feet apart. Then they go a little bit wider. I'm sticking out my left leg to prevent. I mean, anything you can do. And then finally, at the very end, of course, they always stick their hand right on the toilet like, yeah, I got one more thing I got to do. I got to wash your hands. Joe, I've met. Mastered the art of uh, peeing with one foot because I can use the other foot to hold the door closed while my daughter's trying to push it open. Uh, I'm telling you, man. Yeah, you, you, you gotta be. You gotta be limber. You gotta be like the girl from. Is it Elastigirl from Mr. Incredible? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You, you, you gotta be like Elastigirl. You gotta. You gotta be able to do multiple things at once. And, and again, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's the little things, and this is the little things we're gonna miss one day. I know it, but right now I don't miss it. <laughs> Joey, speaking of Elastigirl, last night that's what Jordan Bennington looked like <laughs> oh, on a couple guy. of those saves that he had. Is this the best that you've seen him over the last couple of years? This stretch of hockey that we're watching him play right now. 
yeah, I think this is probably as good as he's looked probably since I would say when he was got called up and throughout the stretch of the end of the season, of course, the Stanley Cup. But this is even better. I mean, this is better than he was in that cup run because, you know, you keep in mind that cup run in those first early years, you know, Jordan would have three, four great games and then he'd have a, a bit of a buster. Remember, we had a couple blowouts in that playoff um, run back in 2019, but he's not really allowing those blowouts. And even when they are, I mean, we're talking about goals that traditionally just are not his fault. You know, I talked to Davey Alexander, the goaltending coach there in St. Louis, BK, before the Chicago game yesterday, and I asked him, I was like, how are you feeling about him? He goes, I think he's been great. I said, well, to my opinion, I, I think we're looking at um, a goaltender that's probably let up two or three bad goals all year. Is that fair to say? And you know what, Davey Alexander is a little bit more more specific. He said, yeah, I'd say three to four. But at the time, he, he let up 37 goals all season long. So, so to have only two or three or four bad goals when you're allowing 37, that goes to show you a couple things. Number one, it goes to show you that how bad the team has been in front of you. Um, but also the most important thing is it, it's the revelation to me that even though his numbers are poor, this has been a goal that has been extremely dialed in. Those numbers will continue to improve. Now the team is up and running again, and then they're finally getting some good luck, some good bounces. We're not seeing as many goals going off of Blues defensemen. So uh, plenty of all good things for Jordan Bennington. I mean, his, his, his limberness, his flexibility, his competitiveness, his swag, everything is there. His puck, puck coming out of that and playing the puck to D. I mean, it's just all right there. It's all dialed in for Jordan Biddington, and it's nice to see him get a night, night off tonight as we're going to see Thomas Christ in that. Joe, how much of that is also impacted from the defensive scheme? Because I heard Panger talk about this on the opening drive a couple of days ago, and I think Barubi spoke about this also, that you know maybe they're, they're reverting a little bit back to a, a zone defense. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, it's less it's less one on one, and it's less just being in the middle of the ice and forcing teams to shoot from the outside. And, and this is where I think it's very very frustrating for teams to play against that style because you are forced to take shots from the outside. A lot of teams are looking now for those high quality shots. It's, it's less shots and more quality. Uh, but the problem with that is, as teams hold on to it to the outside and look for those quality shots in the middle, sometimes they're just not there, and that's where like the frustration can really set in um, for the opponent. You know, and I think this is where, you know, Blues have done such a good job, you know, playing their game and winning their game, which is down low. They, they know they can't be beat if, if they have a grinded-out versus a grinded-out game. If, whatever their opponent is, tonight's Washington Capitals, they're going to try to force Washington to play in the offensive zone or play in the D zone below the dots. That, that's where this team is most successful. I mean, the best line, most consistent line of the last four-game stretch has been the Ryan O'Reilly line. They're not a track-meet line. They're not fast. They're not quick. Josh Levo, Brandon Sauter, Ryan O'Reilly, they can't skate like they used to, but they can grind and they can hold on to the pucks. The, the key is how do you get it to the offensive zone and how do you um, get the players to be strong enough to not throw pucks away and be strong in the puck to make good quality plays. And that's what's been going on. And they really feel when they're doing that at their best, no one can beat them. Now, when it looks a little sloppy like it was that eight-game streaky stretch there, that's when they weren't holding on to the puck. They were making whole plays in the offense zone. They were forcing passes. Turnovers were happening. And then all of a sudden, what happens? It becomes a track meet. It's two-on-one this way, three-on-two this way. Breakaway that way, breakaway. And that is not when this team is at their best. So they really learned a lot in that eight-game stretch that if they want to win games, they're going to win it by that grinded-out, down-low style of the game. And the only way for them to do that is if they hold on to the puck and are disciplined about not giving it away in the offensive zone. Joey Vitale is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You'll hear him on pre and post game tonight with Alex Ferrario. Pre-game starting at six o'clock, the puck drop for Blues versus the Capitals at seven. Uh, Joey, I don't know if you're familiar with Justin Bourne, but he does some work up in Canada for Sportsnet, and he had a really good article earlier today that I, I wanted to get your thoughts on just kind of the the idea, what he's proposing here. He basically said, like, hey, listen. 
15 years ago, your average defenseman was 10 to 15 pounds heavier than he is today. And as a result of that, he believes that the net front presence that teams have offensively, because you're having the more of these mobile skating puck moving defensemen, those guys have become even more valuable. Do you agree with that hypothesis that the guys that go to the front of the net are more valuable in today's game because of the defensemen that we're seeing around the league than they were maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago? You know, I, I I do and I don't. I think that there's some legitimacy to the fact that you look at a lot of the defensemen, whether it be the Samuel Gerrard or, or the Quinn Hughes. Yes, they're mobile. Yes, they get up in the offense, and yes, they they're they're starting to evolve the game. I think that's the direction of the game. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that in order to have a strong net front presence, it's not necessarily size and strength. You know, Craig McTavish said once. He said, you know, playing hard in front of your own net has nothing to do with your height, has nothing to do with your weight. It has everything to do with just your attitude. You know, and you can look at Kale McCarr as a perfect hybrid to both of these things. Here's a defenseman that can get up in the rush, who acts as a fourth forward on most on most shifts. But also we saw him in that Colorado game. You guys watched it. I mean he popped Braden Shen. He popped Ivan Barbashev and he is hard in front of his net. So here's a kid that has the offensive ability that can be mobile, that can get up in the rush, but he has the attitude which it requires to play hard in front of your own net. So, you know, I, I think that the game is going to continue to go down this Quinn Hughes route where you are, you are seeing defensemen who, who want to dance at the blue line, who want to join the rush. And the way coaches are coaching hockey now at the youthful age, it, it's almost they call it positionless hockey. There's less positions. There's less centermen, less defensemen. It is, everyone's a hockey player. Uh, evolve, um, respond, and react to what's happening on the ice. So defensemen join. Forwards, if you see a defenseman up, Forwards get back. I mean, that's how everyone's coaching the game now. So you can only expect in the next 15, 20 years for it to continue to propel itself that way. So to his point about the net front presence, um, that's where I think that coaches are and, and players, as this game continues to go, uh, it's just a recognition that it's just attitude. I mean, it's not hard to play hard. That, that, that's the old saying in hockey. It's not hard to play hard. So even players like Marco Scandella, I think he's been a beast in front of the net. You've seen the kid off the ice. He's not very big. He's not very strong. But he's got that attitude that he doesn't want anyone to beat him in front of the net. It's just an attitude. So as I, well, I agree with it that more things are opening up. I think it will continue to close up um, as this uh, thing continues to evolve. And you're just going to see more players uh, like Kale McCarr, who had that perfect balance of being able to get up, being able to be that forward position, but also just having that snarly, like, dirty attitude in front of your own net that you're not going to score on me. Interesting. Joey, we appreciate the time as always, man. We will look forward to hearing you on the call tonight. Hopefully the Blues are able to make this a five-game winning streak, and we'll talk with you again next week. Hey, sounds good, BK. I appreciate it, Alex. Thank you guys. Tim, you guys have a great week.